you're listening to MOD Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG channel where we help you to see a real and practical Christianity from God's word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today we're going to be starting chapter 4 of the book of Romans. It's our line by line, verse by verse explanation. And so you want to stay tuned because it's going to be awesome. Alright, so we're going to start from verse 1. What then shall we say that Abraham our father has found according to the flesh. So, a few things here to nitpick. What then shall we say that Abraham, our father, all right? What does father mean? Father would be your father, a patriarch, someone that you come from, right? A source. And it says, has found according to the flesh. So, it's important he qualifies the fatherhood by saying, according to the flesh. What's he talking about? He's trying to say, according to the natural. In other words, he's talking about the Jews, because Abraham is their, or they are descended from Abraham. So, he's referring strictly to the Jews here. He says, what shall we say about Abraham, our father, who has, what has he found according to the flesh? He says, for if Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about. So, he's talking about, um, when you say works, performance. If he was justified by his performance. Now, we said before the word justified means just as if I have never sinned. In other words, you are declared righteous. Righteous just means that you have met the standard. So it's like you are in a country, like I'm in Nigeria right now, Lagos, Nigeria. And the reason I'm free to be here talking to you is because I am righteous before my nation. In the sense that I am not in the bad books of my nation. I mean, they are good books. Are you seeing that? Now, being in the good books of your country versus being in the good books of God are two separate things entirely. And so when he says that he was justified, for if Abraham was justified by works, it means that Abraham had to be perfect before God. I don't think your country expects you to be perfect, but God's standard is perfection. And so he's saying here that if Abraham was justified by works if he was perfected that is if he's standing before god that perfect standing was by his performance by his hard work by keeping all the laws of god all the commandments doing all those things he says he would have had something to boast about right but not before god so he could have boasted if that was the case, but we know it is not the case. So he couldn't have brought that before God. It's impossible to keep those standards. We've been explaining that for the past, I don't know, 10 episodes or how many. That you can't you can't qualify to be righteous on your own. It's not possible. And that's why you see the Bible says there is a new righteousness that was declared apart from the law. Okay, righteousness by faith in Christ Jesus. That God is the one who gives you his righteousness because you cannot keep the standard. So what does he do? He who can keep the standard comes and takes your punishment and gives you his own right standing. You see that? Gives you his right standing. So because of that, you're righteous. So he says, verse 3, For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God 
and it was accounted to him for what? Righteousness. So the scripture here, we begin to go into the Old Testament. We're reading from the book of Romans. So we begin to make reference to what happened in the Old Testament. What does the scripture say? Abraham believed God. So I want you to think about this. Abraham had faith in God. He believed God. He believed what God said. And it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now, remember the other one, which was that if Abraham was justified by works, that is, if he was made righteous before God by his works, by his performance. But in this other case, it says Abraham was believed God and it was what? Accounted to him for righteousness. You can use another word. It was credited to him. It was imputed to him. It was given to him for righteousness. So there is Abraham, right? Abraham wasn't perfect. In fact, if you read the account of Abraham, you see that Abraham doubted God several times. You see that Abraham, when it came to the way he um, did a lot of things, he wasn't perfect. But you see that this man in his imperfection was called righteous. In fact, if you go into the book of James, I think, it says he was declared righteous and called a friend of God. He was brought, that is from nowhere, brought up to friendship status with God. Are you seeing that? Because obviously, if you're not righteous, if if there is no, what has, has fellowship has light to do with darkness? If you're not actually on that similar pedestal with God, how can friendship ensue? But it says, Abraham, God called Abraham righteous and he became his friend. Are you seeing that? Simple. Abraham, Abraham didn't work for it. That's the point. Works means you worked for it. He didn't work for it. He didn't deserve it. But he got it. And this is actually what the salvation message is. This is the grace of God. You don't work for it. You don't deserve it. It's not, um, it's not something that's just hanging there. You should earn it. Right? And in fact, you couldn't earn it. You already defaulted. You should be punished. But you don't get that. In other words, you don't get what you deserve. It says it was accounted to him for righteousness. Of course, when he says he believed God, um, the belief there is talking clearly about what Jesus Christ would do, his sacrifice. But that's another story. So, verse 4, it says, Now to him who works... The wages are not counted as grace but debt. So the person who is trying to um, work his way, you get into God's good books and righteousness. That that effort he's putting in, it says it's not counted, the wages are not counted as grace but as debt. In other words, he's actually trying to pay a debt because every man actually owes that owes God that debt, which is <laughs> which is the debt of um, righteousness. There's a standard of righteousness and every man owes God in that regard. You owe God to actually keep his standard. And because you don't have the ability or nature to do it, it is debt, meaning you are always owing. You can't actually fully pay the debt. You are always owing because you don't have the ability. Imagine you owe a billion dollars in your current state as you are now, listening to me or watching me. Can you pay it? You are in perpetual debt. Even if you make 100,000 naira, 2 million naira, it doesn't matter. And imagine if it was in dollars. It doesn't matter because you owe way, 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 way more than you actually have. Are you seeing that? Verse 5 says, But to him who does not work, but believes on him who what? 
justifies the ungodly. So to him who does not walk, he does not, he's not trying to walk his way to God. He's not trying to get to God. You know, many religions, and that's that's one thing that separates Christianity from many other religions. In other religions, you are trying to walk your way to God. You are trying to use your performance, keep all the ordinances and all those things, do all those things because you want God's approval, because you want to evade God's wrath, because you want to get to God. But in Christianity, it is that our God did not is not is not waiting for you to try to get to Him. That God came to you. He met you on your level. Your level was you were without strength. Your levels that you were in sin. Your levels that you were dead spiritually. You were not able to respond to God. You were not able to keep His laws. You were gone. And the Bible clearly helps us to understand that Jesus comes and meets us at our level. By dying, he identifies with our state of death because death is the punishment that we deserve for violating God's you know, laws. For, for being in Adam, I've explained that in another video. We deserve that, but we don't get what we deserve. And I think that's actually the beautiful thing. Every other religion tries to strive to get to God and there's nothing you can do because in the end, they all have that idea that there's a perfect standard, or at least most of them. But in the end there's nothing you can do to attain that standard there's nothing but in this case he met us and he gave us his own righteousness he paid the fine and gave us his own standing so because of that boldness is actually the result boldness is on result is, is the result it says but to him who does not walk but believes on him who what justifies the ungodly he makes you righteous and that's why we become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21, we become that righteousness. He says he was made sin who knew no sin that we may become the righteousness of God. I am God's righteousness. You should say that to yourself, I am God's righteousness. Yes, we are God's righteousness. We are God's handiwork. He's the one that did the work, not us. We just rest in the labors. We rest in what he has done. And that's a big deal. That's a big deal. <laughs> okay? So, guys, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Why don't you share this with someone for them to actually see the transformational nature of the Christian faith. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram at pst.essien, pst.essien. Also, if you've been blessed and you'd love to support what we do here at MOG Podcast, then you can give to 0106-207-685. I'll say that again. 0106-207-685 GT Bank. God bless you.